Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome in to the Fitness Fanatics. It is Sunday, August 20th. We still have our countdown on till opening game for Nebraska, which is now 11 days away. At least that's what it says on our fridge. We started the countdown at 100, and now we're down to 11. So Can we're pretty pumped. It, Jeff? Uh, you know, and, and congratulations to everybody. You made it. Yesterday was the last Saturday with no football until the end of January. And we got Trey Palmer touchdown yesterday, too. Another one? Another one. Oh, awesome. He's, uh, he got a nice bit of comments. I, I'm already getting off track here. But, yeah, Trey Palmer. <laughs> Trey that's Palmer, is, they were talking about him. He's like, yeah, he definitely got missed on the draft, and we're happy to have him. Hey, so, no, that's okay. That's shout cool. out Trey Palmer. That's he's, okay. He's yeah. out. Yeah. Well, uh, we are Fitness Fanatics is sponsored by Integrative Life Choices. ILC is hiring direct support professionals all over the state of Nebraska. Full-time, part-time days, evenings, and weekends. If you are interested, you can a- apply at ilc.net backslash careers. Direct support professionals work to ensure a meaningful life for the people they support. They work to support people in achieving their hopes and dreams. So big shout out to them. Appreciate all their support. Um, we also have another announcement here. If you are a UNL college student, listen up. Get your free campus cash, the student marketplace mini bag. Tonight at the Big Red Welcome starts at 6.30 p.m. and goes to 8.30. Oh, yeah. Great time. Lots of free stuff. School starts Monday. That's a golden opportunity to get a bunch of free and Some of them students probably haven't gone to bed yet, so they're just yep. up listening to the ticket this morning. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so might be a few getting in their car like, oh, get some more free stuff. Oh, I better. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to be joined in studio today by one of our longtime instructors, and members at FXB Lincoln, Kelly Kramer, will be here in about 25 minutes. She has uh, been a member at Farrell's for almost 13 years and has been instructing for 12. she be so, on your show before? No, no. she has first not time? been. Yes, first okay. time. We have so many amazing instructors at both gyms. I think we have like 49 instructors between the two gyms with, I mean, hundreds of years of experience. So... We're going to start bringing some more of our instructors in just to get their insights, um, advice. You know, when you've been doing going to the same gym for 13 years, that's pretty awesome. Pretty dedicated. Yes. So we're excited to have her in joining us uh, this, this, or today, not this week, today. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have a really, really uh, awesome month planned um, of guests. We have guests lined up all the way to September 17th, which when we will be into the studio, new studio downtown, hopefully. Yeah. Mid, uh, mid September. Yep. September 15th yep. is when we're supposed to be down there. Yep. So our first guest when we're there downtown will be our thousand dollar winner on September awesome. 17th. So that'll be, that'll be really, really cool. Um, we got a good little run in. Well, no, good for me, it was terrible. I oh, got, why? what happened? It's I got just, a yes and terrible. It was the, probably the, one of the worst runs I've ever had. It was <laughs> awful. Well, when we started, it was like it was hot. 93% humidity. Mm-hmm. We started at 6 a.m. And it was terrible. I can't remember what the exact stats were. Hold on. Yeah, nine, it was 82 degrees, felt like, and 93% humidity. 
555 this morning. Is there a certain heat that you guys are just saying we're not working out outside today? I mean, like this no was it. I will be on the treadmill for the rest of the week. Because okay. <laughs> I could not. I just, I it was supposed to be a nine mile run for me and ended up being six, but I walked the last mile. So <laughs> I ran the five. The humidity will. I know. That'll ruin you. I've kind of had, my electrolytes have been off all week. And so that definitely played a, a factor. Um I just felt really nauseous on the run, and so it was brutal, but oh well. And happens. I got seven in. No big deal for me. Oh. I, felt, I felt great. It was terrible. <laughs> I felt great. So. I got seven in last week while I was listening to the show. Yeah. You guys just stopped because of a little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. It was little. It was a little sprinkle. I would have loved to have the rain today. So speaking of that, you were at the Iowa State Fair and went to see New Kids on the Block mm-hmm. last uh, Saturday. So how was that experience? It was fun. It was fun. fun. That was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One sentence. It was fun. It was New Kids on the Block. It was, you know, the songs of my childhood. Not childhood, but my youth. Bring so. back some memories. Yeah, it was fun. It wasn't too hot, which is mm, always my least favorite thing about the Iowa State Fair. It's mm. always mid-August. And so I thought you were going to say Iowa. But. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot she more things. She was born in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, spent some time with some friends and got back late and didn't get very much sleep, but I got my run in last week. We also and got kids didn't. back to school mm-hmm. yeah, last did, week. Yeah, uh, it started last week. Mm-hmm. We already had some week zero football games. Yep, um, yep. And then uh, was Ben, is Ben in the marching band for those yet or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben's in the marching band. Okay, um, so is he playing out the games already? Or well, I suppose it was week zero. It's, so it's yeah. only their home games. Only, okay. So uh, Lincoln East doesn't have a home game till for two weeks. Okay. So his first uh, marching band performance will be September 8th. Nice. So a couple weeks from now. Um, he did get his driver's license, um, driving himself to school and to work. And I can tell you, <laughs> it has been glorious. Yeah, you don't have to drive to Culver's anymore. Nope. It's been better than I ever even could have imagined <laughs> it being. So he got that passed on Tuesday and been driving to school, driving to work. So that has been fantastic. I yeah. feel like my sleep is better. I'm sure he's happier, too. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I he don't have to ride is. with you know my dad I, every time anymore. I know. Fin- yeah. Finally, finally got it. You know, he failed a few times and <laughs> was getting to be. Well, the series of unfortunate events, he would have we, those like one automatic fail mistakes on his uh, test. What, like, what are those? So, like snow seatbelt? Uh, no, he his were dumb. Like one was like turning into like on a shared lane and just he turned in, into the wrong lane. Into oncoming traffic. Not into oncoming traffic. <laughs> so I, into I can see the, how that's an yeah. automatic out. Yeah. I'm sorry. But it wasn't incoming traffic. It was the incoming traffic lane. There were no cars. He didn't even know he did it oh, until they got back because there okay. were no cars on the street. So that was a dumb mistake. Yeah, that could uh, get you. Right, yeah. So, so if you don't see any cars, yeah, I that, see yes, you think it's yeah. So like he literally thought he did great and didn't know he even did it. Until, so kudos to that instructor because he must have stayed pretty calm. He must have just been like, okay, we're going to get over in this next lane. You know, because yeah. Ben had no idea. Can you imagine when you get done with the driver's test and it's like, we're running the one lane the wrong way for I 10 know, minutes. I know. I was losing it. He <sighs> held it. It's cool. And then the last time he was out and uh, turning left, the last turn of the test mm-hmm. and um, at a yellow light and the light turned red and he hesitated for a second and the instructor told him to go and she failed him because of that because she oh, had to what? tell him to go. <laughs> 
turning into the DMV. Turning into the DMV. Oh, no. I know. And I'm like, seriously? And that was an automatic fail, which I thought that was a little harsh because he was conflicted in that moment. Of I think like, he passes because he committed. Yeah. And he it was just, he, right. He and it was commit. like, okay, I'm either going to get in trouble for running this red light, but I know I have to go because mm-hmm. he was out kind of in the intersection a little bit. So anyway, it doesn't matter because he finally passed. So... I mean that's a that's a pass in the real driving world. Yeah. If you're stuck in the middle like that, right. you don't just go back. You I know, go. I know. That is that's like one oh one. Yeah. Well and I was like I what's he just gonna sit in the middle of the road yeah. for, it's like, till the whole till the light yeah, turns I don't green? Think telling him like, you're gonna Sorry go. guys, I missed my light. We're just gonna you have to drive around me yeah. until I catch the next but one. Since the instructor told him to go tell him to go she basically failed him like you couldn't give him three more seconds to be like you weren't there you don't know how long he hesitated but Mm, i think ben should have failed her i feel like (laughs) i think you failed it's a good thing i wasn't there because i I probably would have lost it i would have that seems a little (sighs) kind of crazy do you guys ever do you guys take driver's ed or did you do the log 50 hours? Oh, so took, 80 hours, whatever We took driver's ed long, yeah. long time ago, yeah, like 30 years ago. This is when we did. We didn't have yeah. logging 50 hours. No, we, that wasn't an option. Our driver's ed was free. It was through the school over the summer. I don't think mine was free, but. Oh, well, mine was free. Yeah. So we didn't have to do a driver's test with the DMV. It was all done no. through driver's ed. Yeah, same here. Past driver's ed, you just go get your license. Do you guys have any horror stories from driver's ed? No. Um, I mean, Good one, drivers, huh? one story that I heard was I was going over a speed bump really slow that I rolled backwards. <laughs> I didn't get over the speed bump. That's what my sister tells me. Well, you're not there. I well, mean, I was, but that's, I mean, really, that's the only. You'd have I to did. be letting your transmission do all the work. Yeah. yeah, it was just trying, and then I just rolled backwards. So that was when I was, but it's one of those things you don't really, I don't really remember knowing not how to not drive. Knowing how to drive, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, you just always know how to do it. I don't really remember learning so yeah. when, when we were in the car and we didn't teach our daughter anything, like it was all in, in Iowa, she did all driver's ed. They taught her how to do it. We didn't teach her how to drive. Turn, I mean, nothing. So we're Ben, we were trying, I think I told you the first time he just ran over, almost hit three oh, he mailboxes. Did have, so he and, fa- failed four times. And one time he failed because he had a curb check and that uh, was an automatic fail. That's yeah. another tough one. That happens. Yeah. That, that happens every now and then. I tell people that, and they're like, I just did that two days ago. Was he driving his car? Or is it the, no, now it's the other thing. That's even harder. Yeah, because it's different dimensions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. I think that. So he he did, went through road ready, and then um, because of the timing, we were running out of time. He did his last three, two through the DMV, and he was able to drive his car, which I think does help a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, curb check, automatic fail. <laughs> that surprises me. I know. I wonder what the automatic fails are. I know. Well, there's okay. three of them right there. <laughs> there's three. <laughs> running the a red light. Yeah, instructor red telling lights. you what to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't matter. He passed. Well, well, teaching like oh yeah. When we come to an intersection like 70th and Pioneers, which is there's always accidents there. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy how many accidents that are in that intersection. So I'm telling him, okay, you have to. Look here, look there, look at the light. If it turns yellow, it's a flashing, like all this stuff that's going on that you need to pay attention to. And then I think about when we drive, I mean, there's sometimes I don't even remember getting home. I'm just like. Just this morning, we're pulling up to 48th and North 48th and O Street. And I look up from my phone and I'm like, we're supposed to be in the turning lane. And just like, uh, 
had to cut over. So yeah, like you, you were just, in autopilot on I, the way here. I was in autopilot. Sometimes <laughs> you just think, gosh, it's a miracle I even got to the place. Oh, I have that happen all the time. <laughs> I know. You go in autopilot and you yeah. just show up in your home and you're like, did I stop at lights? Yeah, were I've had some. Any? I've had some moments where like I should have just like taken a nap That's and I shouldn't scary. have tried to power through the night and drive. But yeah, I'll, I'll do it and I'll get home. I forget one time getting home to my parents. It was like 3 a.m. I drove like at midnight, just sitting there thinking like, Phew. yeah, it's scary. We made it, but it's so ugh, true. Too. I don't remember any of yeah. it. Yeah, like I wasn't shouldn't do that again. I know they say that when you're if you drive when you're sleepy, it can be as impaired as driving under the influence. And oh, I, I can see it. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben, we did when we went somewhere somewhere. And Ben was going to drive home. I can't remember where. I don't think you were there. I think it was me and Katie and Ben. Hmm. And we went somewhere. And then it was late as we were leaving. And he said, I don't think I should drive. I'm pretty tired. So I'm like, oh, that's good. You know, so I drove home. But like, that's pretty good. Just awareness of, I yeah. don't know. I don't have, feel comfortable driving. I can't remember mm-hmm. where we were. I do know some people that abuse that, though. <laughs> on like yeah. vacations. That drives me nuts. It's like <laughs> on the way the home from the vacation. It's like, I'm getting kind of tired. I think you should take over. <laughs> It's like, okay, yeah. thanks for your 20 minutes of driving. I'll do nine. I typically <laughs> drive everywhere. Jeff drives on vacations, but I stay awake. It's my job to keep the driver entertained. That, that is a rule. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I think sleep. everyone kind of finds their balance. Yeah. Some people, it's like a 50-50. I know some people, it's like the guy just drives all the time. Yeah, Jeff drives. A few people, the girl drives all the time. Not as common. But. I'm, it's me driving is more of my control issues oh really do you freak out if she's driving or if anyone's driving it's critical and it's really annoying i get a little car sick too if i'm the passenger just rocking back and forth yeah it's just i don't know i've just always driven yeah i've had some bad experiences where you know people trying to stay straight and instead (laughs) of looking you know like 20 yards in front of them they look like two feet in front of their (laughs) hood so Uh they're just like weaving between the lines that's like one of my driving pet peeves that would be annoying (laughs) that'll get you car sick yeah absolutely well Uh. we are I had a, I have a little personal uh, win. We've been oh. doing this fit challenge here up at, at Farrell's worth through four weeks. And I think I'd mentioned a couple, or a couple weeks ago that we were doing it. And, you know, you get caught up in, or most people get caught up in their number on the scale, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think like the first three days into this fit challenge, I was logging my food, riding every, logging every calorie. And I, Stepped on that scale, which I, we tell Why? people not to. Yeah. And then I Why just, would you do I, that? Then I just questioned all of Farrell's existence. Like, does this even work? <laughs> then you know, put the gym up for sale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I can't do this anymore. After three days, you know, like, and I know the process works. Yes. Um, so these last two weeks, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, I weigh myself and stuff and I'm just like. Every day? Not every day, but oh. most days. And you get up there and you're just like. You know, so it's it's just me trusting the process. Mm-hmm. And so after the first month, you know, or these last two weeks, I lost two pounds, but I, I was down about 3% body fat. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So, which made me feel good. Yeah, that's the And goal. you already know because you're feeling better and, and it's not even that hard. It's, it's annoying because for Jeff, it's really not that difficult because he just has to cut out a lot of the extra stuff. You just, you cut out a lot of the extra stuff you put in your food. So like when you make something... You just don't use the same amount of butter that you used to use. Or no or, butter. Right. Yeah. You go from using two tablespoons of butter to using no butter. <laughs> or half a stick. Right. None. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good improvement. <laughs> or you actually count out, you know, because he'll eat, we've talked about this, he'll eat a little like 
taco bowl with Doritos and he'll actually count out like 15 Doritos, like an actual serving I've been size. Weigh, weighing those bad boys. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't think I've caught a single person weighing out Doritos. Right. Weighing yeah, but my you, chips. It's, but it's a great way to get it in oh, and not you know feel deprived and then not just eat a whole half a bag of chips because you haven't had them for mm-hmm. you know a couple weeks or whatever. But before you would eat the chips while you're making... You know, the, the, oh, you the, eat half the bag right. while the steak's eat cooking. Eat it while you're cooking. Oh, yeah. A couple handfuls and then look mm-hmm. at the bowl and be like, that's not enough. Add a couple more. So for you, you just have to pull back. You just pull back on your serving sizes, really. You haven't changed the way you're eating really that much. It's just more portion control. Just, Awareness. Yeah, being, being, being aware. And, and so it works. I mean, can and you believe Culver's it? And less Culver's now since you're not picking Ben up. <laughs> Nope, I don't. No don't message him during the week. Bring me home this because I'm in bed when yeah. he gets home. So that's nice. We don't yeah. even sometimes don't even hear him come home. We did the no. first night because he dropped the remote and just made this big <laughs> ruckus upstairs. But ever since we don't even know when he gets home. No, we just wake up and he's there. Yep, I'm so, sure he's trying good. to be quiet too. Yeah, and I want to wake the whole family up. Yeah. <laughs> what is your guys' kind of biggest pitfalls for diet wise? Is there anything that's really hard for you guys to kick, or maybe earlier on when you first started? Mine always is um, if I don't plan ahead, and then just being too tired to to cook, and then going towards like those convenience foods. That's mm. the hardest part for me. So if I am not prepared, or if I'm when I'm going home, if I don't already have everything I need, if it's not halfway prepared already, so like I like to prepare like proteins and stuff like that um i might get home and eat like a bowl of cereal instead you know and that's gonna fill you up Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna give you what you need so for me that's mine is just being too tired to do the meal planning and the preparing of the meals so i have to plan ahead to be able to do that that's mine what's yours i think for me the toughest part is is really what all of our 10-week members struggle with when they start is like trying to be consistent long enough where you're not seeing results right until yeah until you start seeing results yeah. so like like i said the first few days i'm like what's happening right because you're just <laughs> like and this 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 challenge i've been more focused on like not really so much losing weight but losing my losing body fat percentage that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what my goal has been so um just really you know the first few days of any type of meal plan you struggle. So it feels just, like a lot. It's hard to get that much in, especially when you're yep. eating healthy food. It's hard to get those calories in sometimes, you know, it's well, really easy to, and I hear people like, Oh, I can't eat 1500 calories. Okay. So why 1500 or whatever, anybody on but whatever. Yeah. But some people can't, they can't 2, even get it's yeah. just so, so much. So on Friday, Thursday or Friday, usually after like strength training or I've done a couple classes, just in the last month, like I really like to have some eggs and chocolate milk. Mm. So a, a six, a, a 16 ounce thing of Highland chocolate milk. I just go to like the gas station and get one. Right. It's 440 calories, which is a big chunk. I, I wouldn't that's, be able to fit that. That's into a my quarter yeah. right. of the calories that I eat right there. <laughs> 25%. So it's like, Oh, I can't get 2000. Well, if you log it, like what I did, so I had 
chocolate milk and then like four eggs. It was like 770 calories. He had a turkey sandwich for dinner that night. He was really and sad I was, about it. I was struggling because I'm like, oh, I want to eat something so bad because I was, I was hungry. Right. Yeah, you got to weigh out how good is that chocolate milk. I know. Right. So I was like, you ate all your food this morning. Because Friday I taught 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. So I did both classes. So I was pretty tired. Oh, you'd be hungry too. Yeah. And I, I yeah. wanted I, chocolate milk to really good recovery you know to have something right afterwards but you have to account for it in your macros so yeah i was like i think I mean, that's where people get tripped up sometimes too because when you're not tracking your food you don't think you're eating very much mm-hmm. and so if you're thinking about if you're not tracking your food and you're thinking about what you ate in a day you know maybe you did go to a gas station and pick up a chocolate milk and drink it and maybe you even forgot about it so you're thinking back of everything that you've eaten and you're missing a big chunk so a lot of times people think they're not eating very much and really they're eating like way too much because they're not paying attention and then when you flip that to the other side and you're trying to eat healthier food then it you have to eat like more healthy food where you eat less junk food for the same amount of calories so it's it's very a mental mental switch too yeah but yep. you did, you stuck to it and you were real sad and pathetic eating that little was, turkey sandwich <laughs> for dinner. I was whining <laughs> That's all you had left. It. But <laughs> when I weighed in Saturday morning and saw that body fat percentage down, it was worth it. Yeah. So. And that's why it's important to, at least at first, to track your food because you can really make anything fit. You just have to make adjustments kind of throughout the day so you did not have your normal dinner. Yeah. I pretty much stick to the same. Like I can have my my taco bowl Mm -hmm. every single day i mean it's steak queso and doritos i mean jeff doesn't eat a lot of vegetables we've talked about that but i do have i do have greens that i mix in with a protein shake a scoop of greens and then applesauce yep applesauce i get in there that's fruit Mm -hmm. and then i also (laughs) usually have a v8 but as far as like cooking vegetables and stuff i just i'm tough i get a lot of just throw a lot of stuff in the oven most of my vegetables yeah roasted vegetables are usually pretty good yeah if you put some uh just put some garlic salt and pepper Mm -hmm. usually fine yeah that's how i get through most of my vegetables it's so hot this week though i have to eat fresh fruits and vegetables not cook them it's gonna be so hot keep the oven down (laughs) well we're just got a couple more minutes here we are getting ready to start week seven of our 10-week challenge which notoriously is a tough week for our members Mm -hmm. because you know, they're coming off their, their testing, which we talked about this last week a little bit for our five week testing. Just, I mean, I'm always amazed really at what, good results this yes, time I'm always amazed at what people, it's amazing what people can do when they do two things, exercise and track their food. Well, it's one thing mm-hmm. too, and flip their mentality. That's right. one thing you guys are yeah. awesome at. Right. I'm always really impressed to see people like, like you said, those are two things that are hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got it like in seven weeks. They're yeah. already, figuring that stuff out yeah. well, just a conversation i had with one of our members thursday you know he's done a couple weight loss things where he's you know he's lost 40 50 pounds relatively quickly put it all back on mm-hmm. you know so for the first five weeks he had, he was down like nine pounds of fat added a couple pounds of muscle you know but maybe lost like six pounds right so you know he's like and he's eating 23 2400 calories so he was telling me, he's like, you know, he's finally like from doing all these quick fix diets in the past that hasn't been sustainable. He's like really seeing the importance of 
the long-term sustainability, yeah. you know, because when you stop doing those quick fix things, it, it comes back easy. Now, when you're losing weight, the healthy way by adding muscle, losing fat and eating a lot of calories, when we inevitably fall off the wagon and go on our binge eating, Which we kind of all do. We, at some I, we, point. Yep, we all not, do. And it's not always food for some people. It's exercise. Yep. It's easy for us to exercise because that's our job. So we have to be there. Right. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes people take a couple weeks off from working out or mm-hmm. go back to those fast food lunches. Well, and football's stuff like around that. the corner. <laughs> we know how that goes for a lot of guys or lot girls le- if you're yeah. into football. A lot less Alcohol active. consumption goes up. I think alcohol is probably <laughs> alcohol a big killer for a lot huge. of people. Mm-hmm. Being more sedentary on the weekends yeah. when football's on. But, you know, if huge. you, like, I, even the last four weeks, I mean, you know, I'm down almost 5% body fat in a month, but I still have my ice cream on the weekends. I still have free day foods and and pizza and last sunday i had culver's at 7 p.m at night Mm -hmm. you know like and i'm still seeing good results so it's being disciplined for those six days and save your husker game day to eat and drink whatever you want yeah you know but you know what you ate during the week right so as long as you're disciplined and you're doing it the right way you're not eating a thousand calories for six days and then you eat twenty thousand on game day that yeah you're kind of undoing everything that you just did But if you're following your macros and you're logging your food and you know what you're supposed to be eating when you have a day where you just go off the rails, which we encourage people to do, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't want people just to never eat anything bad again because inevitably you're going to, and then it's just going to start that cycle out of control. So, but just so have a, have a free day. Like when the Huskers play Thursday, if you're now for me playing Thursday night, I'm, I'm not going to drink anything because One, I have to teach class at 4 a.m. So nothing's going to be happening in our house that night. But on the weekend, you know, yes, it's they have a turnover. I take a shot. They have a turnover. (laughs) I take a shot. They have a turnover. I take a shot. I mean, you know, that's just what it's been for the last five years. You might have forgotten some games completely. If that's the case, (laughs) there is a picture floating around out there of me passed out on the floor that my uncles Mm. took. You were sleeping. You were sleeping. I mean, I was literally just sprawled out (laughs) on the basement floor during that was a couple was of like, years ago it was like wisconsin nebraska game well that was one you'd <laughs> so, want to be yeah. you'd want to be there for that but, so yeah but every time that comes up on my memories i always give me a hard time about it so yes that mm-hmm. has happened i think it's a win-win game you know the more turnovers the quicker the game goes the quicker by. yes <laughs> yes yikes so all right well we're gonna take a break here we'll be coming right back joined in studio by kelly kramer so looking forward to visiting with her don't go anywhere 93.7 the ticket on the fitness fanatics 